0: All right. First, I want to start off with Representative Stefanik. Now, she's Republican from New York. She has she has forged a reputation, and I would not be surprised to see her in some kind of a cabinet position at some point. To be perfectly honest with you, when this whole fiasco is done, she is a rising star without a doubt in the GOP, but I'm not so sure that she is somebody who has designs on running for President or anything of that nature, but uh, I, I don't know her. I don't know her personally, so I don't know what her inner thoughts are about this. But she is a rising star, and she got into it with a reporter from NBC News, and then NBC News posted video of the exchange with Representative Stephanie, who again is from New York, and this reporter. And they deceptively edited the video, so they edited out all of the answers that Stefanik and two other members of Congress gave the reporter, and I wish that I could play for you the entire 30-minute press conference that happened. I wish I could do that. Just know this. When I am, am talking about this issue, and you will obviously hear about it, just know that the words that I read are not going to do it justice. You have got to hear how this reporter from NBC, how combative she was, how rude she was, how many times she interrupted, and how many times she would not allow anybody to even answer the questions that she and other reporters had asked of these three members of Congress. It is crystal clear that this NBC reporter, one, doesn't know the issue very well. Two, doesn't know the history of this entire process with Ukraine. And three, was interested in debate rather than getting answers to her questions, which is a key problem with the media today. This is the reason that people don't trust the press. You aren't supposed to be debating the issues. You're the press, okay? That's for your editorial section of your papers and even your opinion programming on your news networks. You yourself are not supposed to be going out there and debating if you are a reporter on Capitol Hill trying to cover an issue. You're supposed to ask a question, let them answer, and then follow up if necessary. You don't debate them. You don't ask them a question. Then when they start answering, you just dive right in and start debating them on the issue before they can even get the answer out of their mouths. And that's exactly what this reporter did. It was consistently problematic as she did this. Uh, Representative Zeldin, Lee Zeldin, also from New York, uh, he fired back. The reporter was Heidi Prisbilla over at NBC News. She made a fool of herself. She really did. Now, not only did she conduct herself poorly, not only did she lack decorum and professionalism, and not only was she absent of the basic facts of everything surrounding the history of Ukraine and this entire process involving the president and Ukraine and impeachment, Not only was she completely ignorant of those things, but she got shut down. When I retweeted Stefanik's, and I saw this yesterday, but I didn't have a chance to actually watch and listen to the video yesterday. I just saw that she did it, and I wanted to make sure that I went through and was able to listen to everything that happened. And then there was just audio that was posted of Stefanik's takedown of this reporter, this Prisbala lady, And I didn't get the actual question. And so I went back today with the full intent of recording the question that she asked in order to play it for you. So you had context. The problem was, is I couldn't, I couldn't, the audio was not good enough because you couldn't understand what was happening. All you heard was her try to ask sort of a question and then interrupt two members of Congress for several minutes and then try to ask it again after Zeldin finally said, you know what? I'm done. Like If you're not going to let me answer the question, I'm just going to step aside and let somebody else come up here. And then she just continued with the debate there. And at, at eventually, while she was sitting there biting her tongue, Representative Stefanik said, which? <laughs> she didn't actually say that. I'm just saying in her own head, she's like, which? I'm going to step up and I'm going to throat punch you over this. And she did. And when I tweeted to, uh, well, I almost tweeted to Representative Stefanik today, and I thought better of it because, again, I'm trying not to get other people in trouble. My New Year's resolution is to be a bigger jerk, but I don't necessarily want to take everybody else down with me, and I figured that this would have given some ammo to some of her opponents, but I honestly wanted to tweet to Representative Stefanik and ask her where she buried Prisbola's body after she killed her because <laughs> this woman was annihilated, and you're going to understand that. So I'm going to do my best to set this up as best I can without you hearing the entire press conference, because when you when you hear the entire press conference, I promise you there is it is more impactful than even hearing about this right now. Okay, But she basically accused the Republicans of miraculously suddenly caring about corruption in the Ukraine as if this were some new issue. And she's like, you guys haven't mentioned anything about corruption from the Ukraine. The president's never said anything about corruption from the Ukraine. Nobody's ever assumed that Ukraine was corrupt until we were talking about the Bidens and CrowdStrike, which is a complete lie. It is a complete lie. This goes back multiple presidents. Okay. Everybody knows that the Ukraine is corrupt. Everybody the defense of Joe Biden's quid pro quo in withholding a billion dollars in aid to Ukraine, Democrats and liberal media's defense of Joe Biden on that issue, is that he was right to withhold the, the aid because Ukraine is corrupt. Specifically, that prosecutor was corrupt, remember? That's their whole defense. And this lady from NBC, this Prisbola lady, whom I've never heard of before, She goes out there and she says, you're just pretending that corruption is an issue. It's never been an issue. Why are you talking about it all of a sudden? And that's when Stefanik said, hold up. And she she got in there. She pushed the two guys aside and she said, let me handle this. And this is how that went down
1: the actual testimony, which you should know. Every single ambassador that testified, everyone who worked in our embassy at Ukraine gave examples of yep. corruption. Corruption was widespread in their elections, corruptions in terms of the, their financial institutions and Ukrainian banks, corruption in companies like Burisma. So there are ample examples of concerns of corruption, so much so that on the Bipartisan National Defense Authorization Act, we required there be anti-corruption efforts, which Republicans end up Democrats May voted for, except September. for three. You I'm talking about. Anything I've, cited, I've cited. I've cited testimony. I've cited testimony by our ambassadors that served prior to May and September. So what specific investigations this, this specific, underway that you guys were conducting between May and September. As we said, as we said all along, there was no official investigation into the Bidens. So you should get your facts straight. That's your qu- The question that you, you asked me. Nothing the, under The, the buttons question buttons that you asked Sma? me was about I'll corruption. Strike. The question that you asked me was about corruption, and I'm going to answer that question. Every witness that testified under oath that was asked about corruption testified that Ukrainian has rampant corruption problems in their government and that was one of the reasons why Zelensky was elected September 5th or September 7th I may have the date wrong was when the high court was put into place to crack down on corruption but the premise of your your question is wrong because there are ample examples of corruption do you do, once, you, do once, you ignore do you ignore this, the testimony of answer. ambassadors do you ignore the testimony of ambassadors then there must be some kind of answer to what changed. Zelensky had to form a cabinet. Zelensky had to form a cabinet. There had to be parliamentary. To form a government that ran on anti-corruption efforts, Zelensky had to form the cabinet. There had to be parliamentary elections. They had to put the high court in place. That wasn't done until early September. And then the aid was released before the end of the fiscal year. So the premise of your question is wrong. Every witness has testified that there was long... He was just waiting to see who was on his cabinet. This is is ridiculous. You need to go back and listen to the testimony. Every single witness has testified. Well, what did the witnesses say about corruption in Ukraine? Corruption is a problem, and it exactly. has been in Ukraine Exactly. its history. Which is why there's However, bipartisan support Zelensky for the National Defense Act. Rob Portman, the Just Ukraine caucus chair, Any other questions? said that the Any president should be supporting this president and doing everything As this president did, this president provided anti-tank javelin missiles, which the previous administration did not. This president supported the National Defense Bill, which was signed in my district, actually for Trump, with security assistance to Ukraine. Three Democratic House managers did not support that. So go back, make sure you're... audience understands those facts. Well, let's set up an an academic debate
0: later. Does anybody (laughs) else have any other questions? (laughs) um, We have witnessed two assassinations this election season. Uh, We got Kamala Harris getting assassinated by Tulsi Gabbard, and then we just had Heidi Prisbola assassinated by Representative Stephanie. I mean, holy moly. And you have to understand something. This is after like 20 or 30 minutes of this woman... Ber- berating them well you, maybe not that long the whole press conference is about 20 30 minutes but but her her line of questioning went on the representative zeldin who finally gave up because he was trying to answer her about the corruption question and she wouldn't let him talk she kept interrupting him and zeldin actually uh, he tweeted out he goes this nbc reporter interrupted us at least 20 or 25 times and honestly i think he's lowballing that ant that uh, that number if you were to watch this video, and it'll be in the Daily Show prep today at theburningtruth.us, which is my website, you need to watch the entire press conference. Holy moly. And, you know, again, Representative Johnson, he tried to answer it, too. And then he finally stepped back and let Zeldin come up. And Zeldin was going to answer this thing. And then finally, Zeldin gave up and said, forget about it. And then Johnson went, came back up to go ahead and talk about it again. And that's when she, he was interrupted again. And it was like, you know what? Just step back. She moved him back. And she stepped in here, and she just laid into this Prisbola lady from NBC News. And then NBC News posted the video of the exchange lionizing their reporter, and they cut out all of the answers. You could have actually made a montage of all of the times that Zeldin and Johnson tried to answer her, and she interrupted them. It would have been hysterical, by the way. Holy smoke, Stefanik just leveled her. There's a little bit more to this. I want to talk about Zeldin's response to this reporter uh, and then go over the history of this because this reporter is, again, she's pretending, ladies and gentlemen, you're supposed to be a journalist. She's in a she's in a very prestigious post for a journalist. She's sitting there covering impeachment in Washington, D.C. It's not like she has got some weird little outpost in middle America or something. She's got a prestigious post here. You'd think she would know the issue, right? Maybe she does know the issue and she's just a liar tend to think that most journalists are lazy these days but i'm going to go over the history of this because this this ukrainian corruption bit this is not brand new this goes back many years many many years and even uh even representative johnson he pointed out that the united nations labels the ukraine as the third most corrupt country in the entire world which they do if you look at the u.n's website so we got more coming up on this here on news talk 95 3 michiana's news channel <music> Hey, good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3 Michiana's news channel. Casey Hendrickson here. Friendly reminder, I will be filling in for the great Tony Katz on his syndicated program tomorrow from 10 until 1, which means I'm going to live stream it on YouTube. All right. So if you are following, if you follow me on YouTube, go to YouTube.com slash Casey, the host, subscribe, and I will be doing a live stream when I cover Tony Katz's syndicated program tomorrow and Friday. Okay, so we're talking about this press conference today, which, frankly, was hysterical. Uh, Representative Stefanik just obliterated this NBC reporter, Heidi, uh, what is it, uh, Heidi Prisbilla. And Prisbilla kept saying, Republicans didn't say anything about corruption. This this corruption thing is brand new. It is only because of the Bidens, and it's only because of CrowdStrike, which is a Hillary Clinton reference. And no. The Ukraine has been corrupt for a long time. And I would like to remind everybody that the Democrats and the liberal media's defense of Joe Biden's quid pro quo, which it was a quid pro quo, not illegal, by the way, unless unless he was protecting his son by having that prosecutor removed. Then it becomes illegal. But quid pro quo in and of itself is not illegal. In fact, that's all U.S. foreign policy is. You know, uh, if you give somebody aid, then it's usually because they're doing some things that you want them to do. And if you are putting sanctions on somebody like Iran, it's because they're not doing things that you want them to do. So that's the whole point of quid pro quo. It is absolutely a foreign policy tactic. It is a normal foreign policy tactic. It is totally appropriate. There's no reason, no reason for anybody to be upset by quid pro quo, unless, of course, Your son is being targeted in a criminal investigation which the prosecutor at the time said he was targeting Hunter Biden and you're the the vice president of the United States and you withhold a billion dollars until the prosecutor is removed. Now, if you have a country that is known for corruption and the United Nations listed, I don't know if they're still the third most corrupt. I doubt that they are, but the United Nations listed the Ukraine as the third most corrupt nation on earth. If, if you are let's just say, a corrupt politician in the United States trying to protect your son, then you know that this corrupt country is, well, corruptible. And I'm not saying that that happened. That's just the allegation, folks. And it certainly doesn't look good. And it must be investigated. That is the entire point. It must be investigated. So this reporter for NBC News, Heidi Prizbollah, says, you guys didn't care anything about corruption. Nobody's ever said anything about corruption in Ukraine, except... We all know that the Obama administration was very concerned about corruption in the Ukraine. And that was the defense for Joe Biden's quid pro quo, denying them a billion dollars until they fired the prosecutor who was looking into Burisma and his son. Their whole defense of Joe Biden was, yeah, but Ukraine's corrupt. So we can't can't give them a billion dollars because of corruption. Okay, And this lady just doesn't remember any of that. She probably doesn't remember anything past two months ago if even two months ago, because, frankly, she got a lot of the facts of the impeachment case wrong. But I do want to remind everybody that, uh, let me pull this up here. There was an an impeachment inquiry witness, okay, Catherine Croft, a State Department official specializing in the Ukraine. She was in a closed-door meeting. Uh let's see. And uh, she said that Trump through the Office of Management and Budget, the OMB, okay? Now this is this is uh from last year. Held up the first grant of military aid to the Ukrainian government of then President Petro Poroshenko partly because of concerns about the country's corruption and the president's frustration that the US was expected to pay for its defense. So Going back to the fall of 2017, this is an article from 2019, but the fall of 2017, President Trump was lecturing the former president, Poroshenko, in Ukraine, about corruption. Zelensky got elected in the Ukraine as an anti-corruption reformist. And so Stefanik is sitting here going, she's like, well, we had to wait for Zelensky to form his cabinet before the aid could be released. Because we weren't sure if he was as corrupt as Poroshenko was. And the reporter is like, You have to wait for him to form his cabinet? And at least Stefanik is like, Yeah. And then we had to wait for the parliamentary elections, too. Duh. He didn't form his government yet. When he formed his government and the president was satisfied he wasn't a a corrupt politician, he released the aid ahead of schedule. (laughs) These are, again, these are Jim Jordan. Four facts don't change. All right? Four facts that don't change. And they got the eight. There was no quid pro quo. There was no denying. And that has nothing to do with the articles of impeachment anyway. So I want to I pull this up. Um, let's see. Uh, Representative Lee Zeldin, Republican of New York, politely fired back at left-leaning NBC news reporter Heidi Prisbell on Tuesday as Prisbell had repeatedly cut him off while she was trying to answer, while he was trying to answer questions during a press conference about the Senate impeachment trial. This NBC reporter interrupted us at least 20 to 25 times. It was obvious that she was only looking to disrupt and be a story rather than report a story. Well, she was a story because she got obliterated by Representative Stefanik. Ah, She's a little warrior. Holy smokes. Uh, She should care less what she could care less what we had to say to answer her question. And again, uh, it got to the point where Zeldin said, I'm just going to step aside. I keep trying to answer this and you're not letting me. So I'm just going to step aside. And that is after multiple times of him looking at her and going, you gonna let me answer. You asked me the question because she would go, well, what about corruption with this? And then he would go to answer. And she's like, because you guys are doing this. You guys are doing that. You got to get She just keeps going and going and talking right over him. And that's where Stephanie just had enough and just laid this woman out. And then NBC News goes on, deceptively edits the video takes out all of the Republican representatives' answers. Again, Representative Zeldin, Johnson, and Stefanik took all of their answers out of the press conference and just put a montage of their reporter going after them and them just looking, like, what? What? Like, confused. That is what NBC News' news standards are. Holy smokes. I know that you know that, and I know that most of, most of the country understands that, but it was a sight to see. So it'll be in the Daily Show prep today at TheBurningTruth.us. I encourage you to watch the entire press conference because it is entertaining. And it has one whale of a finish, which you heard, but it's more effective when you see the video. Because Stefanik's like in her face, like, uh, lady, no.